one, just me and you. Dungeon master, don't have a crew. Make a move, win or lose. Got past the Jews, past the Jews. You have to roll to stay alive. And you're on your last life. You have to roll to stay alive. Dragons. I am your host of our podcast, Laughs Life, Paul Privatera, Dungeon Master, and uh, so far I have killed one of my players, and I have a new player that's joined the arena to see if she can venture into the depths of the dungeon and kill the lich. With me today is Monica Jamello Drescher. Monica, what's up? Yes, hi, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Never better. Just yes. enjoying a nice Saturday. Sunday, what day is it? I don't know. I played D&D yesterday. I'm playing D&D now, and I'm playing D&D tomorrow. <laughs> so, oh boy. Things are great in my life. How are what what are things like in your world? What are you doing? Uh good. No, it's just been a, a boring weekend, so I'm excited. <laughs> uh I'm excited because I get kind of hyper competitive, so uh as long as I win, I'll be fine. Okay. So, great. No win. pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will kill this lich, and it'll be great. Good. I'm glad. I'm excited. I uh, actually, let me see if I can I'm adjust your mic a little bit. There. Test I had. Mic. Yeah. Oh, that's way better. I had okay. you turned down a little bit. I apologize for that. So, with all that technical hoopla out of the way, we're going to jump right into our episode. Um, so we start, as always, in the town of Red Wheel, inside the Barraway Bar and Grill Tavern. Uh, there's a few patrons sitting around tables drinking uh, ale. It's late in the evening, and we see... Well, Monica, why don't you describe your character for the audience, what yes. they look like and what their name is. So I'm playing Mara Deadsteel. She is a human, uh, approximately like... Hard to tell, late 30s, maybe early 40s. Kind of, you know, old soldier looking type. Um, So she is a bard uh, by by profession. Uh, She has kind of a shady criminal past, um, but is now kind of working for the the guild as kind of a way of maybe, you know, going straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, she is pretty unremarkable by by intention. Um, Just kind of, you know. Is able to kind of blend in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soldier type, but, you know, not too too, uh, kind of out out there as far as appearance goes. Just kind of, you know, dark hair, short, unremarkable height, unremarkable build, but. Okay. What, uh, so... It's uh, late in the evening. Uh, you just arrived into town. You know that you have to go up to the cathedral to take care of this lich. That's the job that you've been assigned. Uh, what, what are your plans this evening? So I'm feeling pretty well equipped. I think 
first things first, um, we're looking for the mayor uh, mm -hmm. just to see if there's anything that's changed. I know somebody else was sent ahead of me, right? Mm -hmm. So see what we know about what went wrong there. Mm -hmm. Or uh, So yeah, first things first, is the mayor kind of in this bar and or app specials? Half oh price, yeah, half price apps. Okay. Yeah, there, there's a Bloomin' Onion yeah, is yeah, yeah. Uh, the house special, and they have a really nice, tall, frothy dwarven ale. Perfect. Uh, I'm super into that, so I'm gonna sidle up to the bar and see if we can get that taken care of, and then see if we can pinpoint where the mayor is. Great. So the uh, Barraway Bar and Grill is owned by Master Barraway, the uh, bartender. He uh, takes your order and fetches a, a tall glass of ale for you and, and puts into the kitchen some some apps for you. He leans over the table and says, uh, Rob, Mare, Mare, is it? Yes, thank you. Uh, you're, you're new around here. I've, I've not seen you before. Yep, yep, just passing through. Uh, just have some orders to take. I hear you have like a lich problem. Oh, uh, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago, a uh, man he was here in town from the guild also, uh, wizarding type. He uh, went up there to the cathedral, haven't, haven't seen him come back. Uh, townsfolk are getting worried. Things, uh, things haven't been taken care of. We're still seeing the uh, odd zombie shambling into town, the odd skeleton chasing and haranguing the, the cattle out on the rural farms. Do you have any kind of like standing army that has tried to take care of this before? Or is this kind of a first first uh, kind of order of, of operations? You just called the guild straight away. Well, uh, we have a, we have a few guards, but they uh, they're, they're not much good more than wrangling the odd drunkard here or there. They're not really equipped to take on the likes of an un, of an undead horde. Word has been sent to the capital to get uh, some kind of army here, but uh, I'm afraid that. Small towns like ours aren't much interest for the queen and her ilk. Cool. Well, uh, first of all, you know, I apologize uh, on behalf of the, the poor service that you received. Uh, that's obviously not what the guild is, is, you know, represents. So we're, you know, I'm here to, to take care of that and do my best for you. Oh, I thank you, lady. Yes. Um, I, before I set off, I'd really like to talk to your mayor. Um, mm. And kind of any background information you could give me, I think, would be that would be really helpful. Oh, sure. Yes. Well, uh, Mayor, <laughs> uh, luckily, all of our NPCs were named by our first player. So just keep that in mind. Okay, great. Uh, yes, uh, Mayor Carson. He's uh, just he's actually just sitting over yonder. He has a table to himself this evening. I don't think he would mind. Uh, Especially if you're here to help us, I'm sure he'd be interested to speak to you. Provide whatever help he can. Absolutely. Well, I'll have, you know, ale, first of all. I'll take my ale over uh, at that table. I'll go see what I can get from him. I'll send your blooming onions over when Thank they're you. done. With, with ranch, if possible. Yes, yeah, of course. They Thank only you. come with ranch. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to go over and uh, say hi to the mayor. So, yeah, the mayor's sitting in a small booth, and he's in a... Uh, black overcoat and fine ruffled shirt that has it's like covered in stains now you see he's got deep bags under his eyes and he's got uh two empty mugs in front of him and a third that's ha uh half full and he's got his head in his hand and he's taking sips um he doesn't see you approach 
kind of gently like knock on the table. Excuse me, sir. I uh, I hear you're looking for a representative from the guild. Oh, uh, what? Uh, oh, hello. Yes. Uh, nice to meet you, uh, Mayor Carson. Uh, I, I run the town of Red Wheel. Wonderful to meet you. Uh, yeah, just a couple quick questions. So, lich problem. Super, <sighs> super sad about that. Uh, <sighs> I, you know, I'm here to offer my services. What can you tell me? I'd like to really kind of get going tonight, uh, just oh. to see. You know, get going. Yes, yes. Uh, before I go, though, what what kind of, what's been going on? Well, uh, the great and powerful wizard Dantis was here uh, not but a fortnight ago, and he took my butler with him, my butler Jones, and I've not seen him. I fear the worst. Well, you know, again, sorry. Uh, you know, we the guild, you know, Obviously, this is our professional reputation on the line. Occasionally, you know, those new guys, they, they get all, like, headstrong and, you know, I'm sorry. I apologize for that, but I'm here to fix it. So, oh, I, hopefully, thank the gods. if your butler is still alive, I, I will bring him back for you. Oh, would you please? That would... I'll do my best. Chances are, you know... <laughs> yeah. The thing with, you know, lit, licks, li- lich, 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 lich. The liches, you know, you never can tell, but I'll do my best. Oh, it's, it, what, what was your name, dear lady? It was Mara. Mara, oh, bless your heart. Please, uh, if you see my butler, send him home. I don't know how to fold my pants. Well, I mean, that's your fault, but we'll, we'll work on it. True, um, I'm not going to argue that. That costs extra, by the way, as far as guild services go. Oh, and I promise to include that into your fee once this lich is taken care of. Great, thank you. Also, uh, expenses, so that Bloomin' Onion. You know, uh, well, just sure, y- yes. I'll, uh, I'll take a receipt for that, I- uh, itemized if possible. Uh, okay, uh, one, yes, uh, I can take care of that for you. Great. I like how now it's like as the show progresses, the, the adventures coming in are going to take more and more from this town. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Adding one bloomin' onion to your to your Thank uh, you. itemized, please. Uh, itemized. Tax implications and all. Oh yeah. Especially with the new tax law. You don't want to fuck around mm-hmm. with that. No. Oh, is there anything else I can offer for you, dear lady? So what's what's the history of this, this temple? Like, is it an old religious temple? What's the deal here? The old Zekin Cathedral has been around since before our town even existed. It was, uh, rumors be it was a cathedral to honor the god of death and, and to bury those and deliver them to the other side. And, uh, has been quiet for a millennia. Our people here for the past few hundred years have enjoyed a quiet rural life. But recently, uh, a lich, an undead mage, has risen from its depths and caused all kind of torment and pain for my people. So what's what's changed? Do you know, did you do something like, blaming victim, I know, but like, what did you do to... Inspire this this event to happen. Did something change? Did you unearth something? Weird relics? Um, Mara, I I wish I could answer that, but I, we are but simple farm folk. We have no need for anything uh, concerning the gods of death. I 
pray I don't know what has caused this thing to torment our people. Do you have like a priest in town who might have some expertise or is there anybody who might know something else? Hmm. Oh, yes, we do have a, a town preacher. He's a, a short fellow. Uh, what's his name, Mara? Uh, his name is Anders. Oh, cool. All right. I should pull up a name generator. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Brother Anders is seized to the spiritual needs of our people. Uh, he Maybe he could provide some insight on the history of this place. Great. Um, Anything else you can provide me? Any information? Did um, Sorry, what was the, the previous... Uh, Guild the, member who came through here's name? The brave, powerful, noble, sensual wizard Dantis. Perfect. Um, I'm sure that was on his resume and everything. It was. Absolutely. Very explicitly. Okay. Um, did he say or do anything that might be helpful? Did he like leave anything behind or? Well, he he said that he would let us know if he was in trouble by making a bird call. From how how far away is the the temple? Several miles. Cool. Uh, well, I'm sure that went well. Uh, let's. I you know I'm gonna finish up eating here and have my have my ale, which I'm sure is local and mm -hmm. delicious, mm -hmm. sustainably farmed hops. I'm sure. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go do that, and then I'm gonna talk to this priest guy, and I'm gonna head out. Um, if you don't hear from me, uh, which you know I've got to say is unlikely, but if you don't hear from me. Um, go ahead and uh, contact the uh, the guild. Um, at that point, you know, maybe we can go ahead and get you some some additional, you know, armies or anything. Uh, but I'm thinking, I'm feeling pretty confident here. I think I can take care of this for you. Oh, good. I'm glad you're feeling confident. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, it was great meeting you. Uh, Mayor Carson, was it? Yes. Perfect, Mayor Carson. Um you know, but I'm I'm hoping that I'll be I'll be back relatively soon and, and able to give you some good news. Um, the butler pants situation. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm hoping I can resolve that for you as well. So, and you can call me Ben. Ben. Okay. Great, Ben. Um, I I've seen your your bus a couple of times. I think a few years ago. Great. Yeah. Great, it's great the best you. way to get people in from the city to live way out this far. Yeah. 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 Uh, Previous career as a, what was it, surgeon, was it? Uh, more of a healer, oh, but yeah. Course. You know, we need healers to run our departments of he Housing and urban services. development, yeah, yeah. yes, I agree. Perfect. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, you know, I think I, yeah, okay, we're, nice to meet you, man. Oh, yeah, you, you too. Continue to fade into If it looks like I'm sleeping, I'm not. I just talk with my eyes closed. That's fair. Bye, bye, Carson. Uh, goodbye, Mara. Dead okay. steel. Dread steel? Is it what? What was it? Oh, oops. Uh, we're gonna go with dread steel because God, does that sound badass? Yeah. It's like pirate. Yeah, I way like that. Okay. Okay, so you uh you head over to the uh uh Anders the preacher. Okay. So. Uh, you uh, walk outside of the uh, Barraway Bar and Grill, and across the street there's a small house with a uh, big wooden sign with a painted sun on the front. And uh, you know this to be the 
uh, symbol for the religion of light and the religion of the sun, uh, soul, the, the god of the sun, the god of life, typically worshipped by farmers and farming communities. It's the sun that brings the crops and the bountiful harvest. So uh, you make the connection that this is likely where, uh, this is the likely holy man of the town. I'm going to walk inside, kind of look around, see if I can, if he's anywhere obvious. So uh, inside the uh, inside the house, you, there's all kinds of uh, religious iconography. Uh, again, uh, different metaphors for the sun. It's the uh, uh, sun god. It's a big uh, yellow sphere. And at the front of the room, there's a bunch of... Uh, like sitting pillows and there's a few people sitting cross-legged on pillows and then at the front uh, is a bald man in a yellow tunic and he's sitting with his legs crossed and uh, his eyes are closed but as you walk in he opens his eyes slowly and says oh hello a visitor yes uh hi i am sorry for interrupting uh i just wanted to stop by and see if i could get some advice about this lich situation i'm a representative from the guild um hoping to kind of take care of that for you yes welcome i am anders uh, a preacher and brother of the sun it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance and you are here to take care of the lich on the hill yeah you know i sorry for any you know inconvenience that it's causing you i obviously want to kind of take care of that pretty quick for you but i was wondering do you have any advice or any kind of insight into what possibly could have caused it or um mm. you know anything like that that could be helpful potentially yes well here come come with me i i would rather not speak of this in front of any nods his head at people sitting, uh, townspeople sitting uh, deep in meditative thought. Any motions for you to like uh, a small room off to the side? There's a couple chairs and a, a table. Okay. I trip loudly on a bench like <laughs> and like make a ton of noise. <laughs> Possibly all... accidentally on purpose. Just mm -hmm. oops. My, sorry. My bad. Yep. Oops. So uh, he, he, walks in and he doesn't close the door all the way he just closes it most of the way behind him and he he sits down across from you and he says oh, tell me then what is it you wanted to know the history of this place yeah it just it seems kind of weird that there's a giant like temple or, or whatever building um in the middle of nowhere no offense so mm -hmm. just you know what's why is it here you know what kind of rose this undead mage guy you know what what can you tell me basically Back before recorded history, before there were civilizations and towns, the Zeka existed. The Zeka are a mysterious religion that is not entirely understood. There are only a handful of cathedrals left anymore, most of them lost to the passage of time. But the cathedral, above Red Wheel, has been known for generations. Folks look at the cathedral at the same way that... Uh, one may now look at uh, ruins of other ancient civilizations, old superstition. But the Zeka were real. They were an old death cult whose very purpose was to celebrate and enjoy the act of death. For it was through death that you gain passage to the other side, which is immortality. They seem fun. They're quite a fun bunch, I hear, in yeah, my writings. Good, good, good parties, I'm sure. Um, 
Okay, so is there, is there anything? Could, do you know if anyone had been up there recently? Uh, rumors around the town that a wizard came through uh, seemed quite confident that he would be able to purge whatever evil lay at the heart of the cathedral, but alas, I fear the same fate befell him as the millions others that have in ancient history made that trip. Okay, well... That sounds great. Um, any, okay, is there any like blessing or offering? Not that I'm super into like believing, but you know, mm-hmm. for like cover bases here, anything that you could offer me that might be useful? Roll a persuade for me. Uh, da, da, da. 10. 10. He looks at you and he smiles and he says, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. While you are a child of the light, Soul's blessing is not for the faint of heart, and I do not question your bravery. I just, I don't see his light in you yet, and I'm afraid any blessing I provide you would be of, uh, would provide very little in terms of protection. Yeah, I figured. Uh, well, you know, nice <laughs> nice to meet you, buddy. Uh, oh, you too. And then, I, so I want to like, kind of like, I, I'm just going to like uh, sit in the back for a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, absorb some, some aura or whatever, blessing. Is that okay? I'm just going to sit quietly for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I want to I wanna go to the back of the, the room and just kind of look around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that anything's sketchy with him, but just in case, can I do some like perception investigation mm-hmm. combination to see if anything sketchy with him or any of the like yeah roll fire. roll a perception for me first uh-oh okay take two 11 uh 16 oh a 16 All right. So a sixteen. So you 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 watch as he speaks and gives his sermon, and he uh, speaks very slowly in in a very meditative, pondering sort of way. And he is really just leading these small grouping inside the house in prayer and meditation. Doesn't doesn't appear to be anything other than him helping them count their breathing. Uh, focus on the divine light. Um, you don't uh, perceive any uh, anything more out of the ordinary than him just being kind of a crazy old religious weirdo. Okay, that sounds about right. I mm-hmm. think Mara's happy with that. Okay, uh, as suspected. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, um, that didn't really go anywhere. So I would say let's kind of pack up and start heading towards the road. Is there anything like? Store anything that would like store like potion maker anything like that mm-hmm. that would be. I'd like to get some Healy potions just in case. Yeah, there. Uh, Mafi's general store has food and equipment, uh, and it is at cost within the player's m- manual. Okay. Let me see what a. And I I know potions are pretty expensive though is the only thing, uh, but I just don't know how expensive. I have a little bit extra, so... Yeah, definitely not a bad idea, though. Let me get that pulled up. Mm. 
the index you failed me i'll just google it that's easier Oh, and this doesn't have a cost with it. Cool. Yeah, I found the not cost for the breakdown. Mm, okay, so a healing potion, which heals 2d4 plus 2 hit points, is 25 gold. A greater healing potion, 4d4 plus 4 hit points, is 100 gold. And a superior healing potion, 8d4 plus 8, is 200 gold. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go to the store and see if I can get like three of the greater healing potions. Okay, at a hundred each. Yeah. Okay. That will be the bulk of it, which I will expense uh, with receipts. <laughs> Perfect. Good. This, this town is gonna be broke by the time the <laughs> bureaucracy. Yep. Okay, well, I mean, let's start heading up the road then. Okay. So, all right. Heading up the road towards the Zekin Cathedral. Get that pulled up. So you follow along a winding road that's at least two carts wide, leads up to the Zekin Cathedral at the top of the plateau. The environment and surrounding should feel... Uh, have you traveled to like, I don't know, northeastern Iowa? So mm-hmm. a lot of bluffs. Uh, also like rural M- Missouri hills, rolling hills with uh, tall pine trees that just create this dark green uh, landscape. Moving further up the road, uh, you can feel the altitude start to change and you get altitude increases, getting a little bit higher and you the temperature starts to drop and it starts getting very cold very quickly. Uh, you reach the end of the road uh, and you do so I guess before we get there do you do anything along the road are you looking for things are you scouting what um, yeah just kind of generally generally looking generally you know what are is there is there any like wildlife that's doing anything and mm-hmm. clearly the temperature drop is a little bit uh, unusual mm-hmm. um, any mm-hmm. anything that looks obviously magic kind of from just make uh, looking. make two perception rolls for me. Yikes! That's gonna be a ten. Okay, and one more for me. Uh, one. Nice. Uh, so that's yeah, six. Okay. Oh boy. No, it's okay. This it's good to get ones on these because these are yeah. just uh, this none of this will kill you. So. Uh, you meander up to the top of the plateau and the temperature has dropped to maybe like a few degrees above uh, freezing, maybe like 38 degrees. There's that mix between rain and snow that's just gently falling, not in huge torrents, but just creating a general atmosphere of misery and shittiness. Uh, You approach the gates to the Zekin Cathedral. They're iron bars that stand six feet tall. 
Uh, they line the perimeter of the grounds, standing straight up. Inside the gate is the cathedral itself. It's a tall and imposing structure made of entirely of gray stone. Red shingles line the roof, and a single tall tower juts into the sky at the back of the cathedral. Next to the cathedral itself is a squat stone structure. Uh, it looks like a mausoleum-type uh, building, and then there are gravestones and uh, monument markers all over uh, near that uh, uh, mausoleum structure. Okay. First things first, I'm thinking the mausoleum kind of looks like a good place to start. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything moving? Am I looking, uh, yeah. seeing any like weird zombie type things already? Or Roll perception for me. 15. Nice. Okay. You... Uh, looking around the the inside of the gates are these tall prairie grasses that come up to about your a little bit above your knees and you could see as you're scanning the uh, area a imprint in the tall grasses where there's something laying down um okay so let's get suspicious i'm assuming that that's I don't know, something horrible. So I want to avoid that. <laughs> Fair bet. Um, I want to see what I can do to kind of get as close as possible while still staying pretty stealthed. Okay, roll stealth for me. Yeah. 16. Nice, okay. So you make no noise as you approach. And as you get closer, you can see sticking out uh, above where the imprint is, is a shaft of a crossbow bolt that's sticking like up out of the ground almost. Hmm. Um, well, I am going to pull out my longbow. Mm -hmm. I'm going to as quietly as I can just pull out an arrow and then shoot it. Okay. And see if I can stay hidden and see if it, you know, moves. Yep. Roll to hit for me. Yep. Um, okay. So that's D8. Uh, it's a D20, and then uh, yeah. plus your two-hit modifier, so proficiency plus your uh, attribute mod. And then... Sorry, explain that one more time. No, it's okay. Uh, it's your proficiency bonus, and then your dex modifier, since you're doing right. ranged attacks. Yes. Uh, okay, so then plus four, so eight, 12. Nice. So you're, uh, the arrow, you let loose an arrow, and it flies and sticks... Uh, at an angle is sticks out at like a cocked angle and it doesn't move it just like has hit something you hear up as it hits something wet like flesh and it doesn't move okay i'm gonna keep kind of an arrow pull another arrow out kind of keep pointed at it but mm -hmm. like go a little bit closer then and see if i can examine it close up okay as you get closer you see the telltale body of a goblin that is lying face down in the ground and has a crossbow bolt sticking straight out of the middle of its back and then it has your uh, arrow sticking out of like the side of its uh, rib cage and is just lying dead on the ground its body looks decayed uh, hard to tell without an investigation roll how long this thing has been dead okay I'm going to go ahead and assume that my predecessor has been here because it's looking pretty fresh. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I'll go ahead and just to be sure, investigate, see if there's anything 
particularly clue-like in the area. Mm -hmm. So you uh, search the general area again. We'll use your same score from before, and uh, you come across in the woods a body of a man. Uh, He's in a a black button-up overcoat. He has a top hat, uh, and he has his throat slit. He's slumped up against uh, one of the iron posts of the fence. Um, he looks to be in his mid to late fifties and uh, he's got like house shoes on. Um, he's crumpled up dead uh, next to one of the iron gate posts. Okay. It just, is it a like person or? Oh, so I'm it's... sorry. Yes. It's a human. Okay. It's a person. Uh, is, does he have anything on him? Yeah, so searching the body, you pocket. find a, uh, uh, a fancy pocket watch. Uh, you find some white gloves. Uh, you find a coin purse with 15 silver in it. And uh, uh, you find a set of keys. Well, uh, former thief, so going to steal the hell out of those. Oh, yeah. Just because, you know, could come in handy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to take the pocket watch and the silver and gloves and just kind of, you know, Yep. he's not using them. So definitely not mine now. Um, well, okay. So let's head back towards that mausoleum then. So it looks like something's already been through here. So I'm not super worried about anything jumping out immediately, but still very much like kind of creeping in stealth mode. Let's head to the, the is there a door to the mausoleum? Mm-hmm. So as you approach the uh, the main grounds of the cathedral will say to your left is the cathedral itself. The door is slightly ajar and to your right is the mausoleum and the, you know, in a, in a modern contemporary cemetery, you see that headstones are evenly placed and somewhat symmetrical in the way that they're laid out. And here you have monuments and stone and grave markers that are stacked on top of other grave markers. It's like there must be, thousands of bodies buried here and marked and remarked and there are lumps in the ground where uh, plots have been buried and reburied the mausoleum itself stands uh, about the size of a large shed and uh, there, there's just a big heavy stone door at the front of it okay um i'm gonna push in the door does it look to like it, it trapped or anything like that or is it roll perception for me eight eight no, it does not look trapped. Okay, I'm going to kind of gently smush it open. Okay. So as you push the uh, door open, uh, make a dexterity save for me. Uh, ten plus 12. 12? Okay. So a as Oops, you push sorry, the door... 10, uh, 14, sorry. Oh, nice. Okay. Good. Uh, you push the door open and you hear a click and then the sound of uh, rushing wind. You turn just in time and a long wooden stick that has been uh, like pulled tight flies up with a metal spike on the end and comes up perpendicular as if to point and stab you right where your back was, right in the middle of your spine. It stands up straight and just stands there with the tension slowly being released from it. Cool. So, um, and the mausoleum second. door oh, yeah. is now open. Sorry. Take a second uh, to kind of 
can I, is the stick like a spear or anything semi-useful or is it just a stick? It's, it's a stick with an iron spike on the end of it. So okay. uh, it could be used as like an improvised weapon. I'm going to just leave that there then. Um, okay. So kind of sne- slip in then, tr- kind of try and make my way around the trap. Okay. So inside, it, uh, to your left and to your right, all the way up to the ceiling are uh, uh, small plaques with uh, a language written on them that you don't recognize. There's hundreds of these plaques that surround uh, all three walls in front of you, so the left, right, and in front of you. And uh, in the center of the room is a staircase that goes down. Okay, Um it looks dark down the stairs. Very dark, Perfect. yes. Well, uh, being a consummate professional, uh, mm-hmm. I have my, my night goggles. I'm going to go ahead and put those on, make sure I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of, you know, so s- keep going down. I don't think I want to quite start getting ready to fight or do any kind of bardy stuff yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to kind of slowly head down and see what I can see. So as you walk down these stairs the smell of death fills your nostrils the tombs of long dead nobles peasants alike line the walls cracked stone and broken pieces of bone lay in mounds every 10 feet or so Uh, the ceiling is low forcing anyone over six feet in height to crouch so your average height so luckily you're not but it definitely a sense of uh, claustrophobia as further down these stairs you go you see these tombs to on the sides of the walls and the it just starts compressing and eventually you come to a fork in the uh stairs and there's stairs that go left and stairs that go right let's see uh i know there's a rule about this i think you're supposed to like pick a direction and always go that direction mm-hmm. so i'm going to go ahead and go right okay so, uh, following down the right-hand path, um, all right. So, uh, and what are the goggles on? What what do those do? What do they look like? So they're just kind of plain, unassuming black goggles, mm-hmm. but they have like weird, like kind of strange, light bendy looking like lenses. Almost like that chroma. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like if you had oil on the ground, yeah. it makes that rainbow effect. It's, yeah, they're kind of rainbowy, and they're just kind of attached via leather. Um, very, very fashionable. Very like not tacky looking. I think oh that's, yeah, that's very important. Good. Um, Obviously. Yeah, but so they're yeah, just kind of round goggles attached with like a leather strap. Okay. Uh, what kind of vision do they give you? Do they give you dark vision, low light vision? I think they're expensive, so I think they're like full on. Like full, like, like as vision. if dark yeah. was, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're walking down this hall, and you can see ahead of you, uh, you wouldn't be able to see this otherwise. There's a skeleton that is, uh, it has a blade in its, like a dagger in its mouth, and it's hanging on the ceiling with its uh, body uh pulled as close to the ceiling as possible, uh, lying in wait about 30 feet in front of you on the ceiling. Cool. Um, I'm assuming this is going to try and kill me um, because that's, I think, a fair assumption. I don't know many skeletons that do anything else, so that's a fair bet. Yeah. If I've played Skyrim. (laughs) Yep. um, 
I'm going to go ahead and see. Exactly. Um, I always did the thing where I just catch, like, do fire in front of me so that I, because I don't like being scared or jumped out at things. So mm-hmm. you just make it go to the fire. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm going to do that with an arrow and see oh, okay. if I can, like, shoot it from the dark real quick. Okay. Um, I don't think I need to do anything super magic right now. I think I'm feeling pretty confident. Yep. All right, so you're going to make a attack roll on the skeleton? Um, let's see. Four plus... Come back here. Um, and that's dexterity, so eight. So the you go to draw your bow back and go to shoot, and there's a, you get a pretty rancid smell that fills your nostrils as you're taking an inhale with preparation to exhale and it just draws your bow a little bit too high the arrow sails through the air and slams into the uh, rock next to the skeleton this you see the skeleton's head instantly turn like a bird and its mm-hmm. hollow black eyes well sockets where eyes would be uh, lock onto you and now let's roll initiative oh boy and d20 plus whatever your initiative is Okay, 13 plus, we're looking at, uh, 15. Nice. So you go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and shoot another arrow at it. Okay. God. Uh, just bad shot today. Yeah. Um, so three plus whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't hit. Yeah. Yep, so another arrow sl- uh, sails wide. This thing lets go of the ceiling and drops down to the ground, uh, pulls the dagger out of its mouth, and shambles towards you. Uh, you're within uh, one movement of it, so it's going to move towards you, then attack. Okay. Oh, and I roll a 20. Not a nat 20, I roll a 16 plus its uh, okay. attack. Uh, I only do three damage. Okay. Your turn. Um, so it's in rapier damage then, yes? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and pull out rapier then and try and... Rapier it. Stab it with... Skewer him. Finesse. And that's... Uh, natural 20. Aw, uh, yeah. So, uh, crits, you just roll double damage dice. Okay. Uh, so it rapier, right? Yep. So it's a D8. So you'll roll 2d8 plus your dex or strength, whichever is greater. Okay, so 7 and 4. Nice. Plus, what did you say? Uh, Dex mod or strength mod, whichever is higher. For sure dex, uh, which is 2. So together then? Yep. Okay, well, I guess there's only one. So 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Wow, okay. Yeah, it had 13 hit points and you did 13 damage. So how do you kill this thing? I just like, with lovely like 
dexterous grace yeah just like stab it right in the like neck bone where like it connects to the skull and then just like pop it right off nice like swish and flick nice uh its head pops off and the uh whatever the magic is that's keeping all of the bones together just completely dissipates and all of the bones crumple to the ground in a pile cool um well i'm kind of mad at my longbow for now so i'm gonna put that away um uh, is it? Is there anything that it was carrying that might be valuable? Do I any um, kind of clues about anything? What's animating it or anything like that? Uh, no, it just has uh, on its person uh, armor scraps and, and the dagger it was carrying. I'm gonna take the dagger. <laughs> Good. Just, just because. and a wheel of cheese for whatever reason and a sweet roll. I'm gonna take both of those uh, <laughs> and uh, eat them all at once someday when it's convenient nice mysteriously freezing everything around me yep uh, to eat that um okay um keep on keeping on all right roll a perception for me perception is bad today um that's a three plus um uh, well, uh, five, six, seven, eight, so eight. So you start, uh, you, you continue down this corridor, this narrowing corridor, and you run into a dead end, and you go to turn around and uh, go back the way you came, and you run into another dead end. Uh, turning around a third time, uh, you approach a fork in the road, Um uh, okay. Don't remember passing it. Uh, according to your memory, you've just, I mean, you've gone in more or less a straight single path. Well, uh, I'm going to kind of like slap my forehead in. Oh, how did I forget this? I forgot all of my professional training. Uh, I have some chalk in my pocket. There we go. Going to go ahead and start um Mark making some marks, some subtle marks. So, like, if anybody's following me, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna start kind of keep on going right, but I'm gonna start marking um, the the direction that I'm going. Okay. Yep. So you know where you've been and where you haven't been. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, roll perception again for me, but this time roll at advantage. It's a different dice. Yeah, just two d twenty. Yep. Ooh, natural twenty. <sighs> Look at that. It's either this, feast or famine with your dice. This right? dice is going away in the corner. All right. So you, you finally, use, using the chalk, uh, you're able to orient yourself better and uh, make your way uh, further along down these catacombs and through the uh, maze-like uh, appearance of this. And you come to a... Uh, this all feels relatively uh, not man-made is not the right word, but it looks constructed. It's not like a natural formation. You come to a uh, a, a landing, and there's a uh, a hole in the wall where uh, it looks like a like not quite like a mine shaft, but there's there's wood and two by four that are sort of keeping this opening, and this opening looks to be like a cave, and it. Uh, uh, the the cave opening, you hear the sound of uh, uh, chittering of teeth and uh, the scrape of bone against floor. Does anything nice ever make a chittering noise? I don't. I'm trying squirrels. 
I mean, yeah. Do they chitter? I don't know. I, I feel like no. I feel it's the answer. <laughs> That's a terrible noise no matter what. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, that sounds bad. Um, so, and it was just the one direction, right? There's no other. Yeah. So, um, you could head back to the, I just assumed heading right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, with your DC, uh, your perception, nat 20, you find the way to the correct, well, not correct, but you find the closest exit from this catacomb. Hmm. Well, I guess that's a decision. When in Rome, I suppose you do, you know, completionist. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and, and take, peek my head in and see if I can figure out what's making that noise mm-hmm. without it seeing me first. Uh, so you peek your head in and, and you can see that this cave entrance drops down and uh, eventually opens up into a much wider chamber. Uh, there's a lot of levels in this chamber and pools of, of water and you can see shambling around down there. There's about four skeletons that are that are moving around in a uh, almost like a patrolling pattern. Hmm. And what's how do they get up to me? Uh, they they probably would not be able to not get up to, to you. They would have to climb, and that would be difficult for them. For them, okay, perfect. Well, uh, let's pull out the longbow again uh, and see if I can maybe sight them really carefully mm-hmm. um and you know maybe shoot them out without them noticing nice everyone the place skyrim always ends up making a stealth archer at some point i you know i was thinking yeah i never actually did that i always got too like stab happy but like uh-huh. i've been playing um the thief games over again so like oh sweet yeah let me see if i can stab out some some guards slash skeletons without them noticing at the first break i'm gonna ask you about that because i've always wanted to play those games and i've just like the old games like the old yeah i got them cheap on steam i think at one point and then just like never played them and then i was like i'm bored and started picking them up again. i need to add you on steam but that's for another time all righty so how about this Go ahead and roll to hit for me on the first skeleton and you get advantage. I'm giving you advantage because you're really taking your time. You're lining up the shot. They're unaware of you. Mm -hmm. uh, So that's a pretty advantaged position in my eyes. Okay. Uh, Okay, so three plus... Stupid uh, shooting this bow. Three plus four plus... that's saving throws. Never mind. So then, yes, three plus four. So four, five, six, seven. But since you're rolling advantage, you get to roll two d20 and take the higher. So roll another one for me. Two. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and I didn't put up bardic inspiration yet either. So that's all right. Um. Yeah. Nope. That's a that's a miss. I think. So you go to line up a shot, and you you think you've got it, but this smell comes back, and breathing you Is pause your breathing toast am i having a stroke <laughs> yeah, I, I thought no uh you you let loose an arrow and it sails wide missing the skeleton completely the sound of the arrow hitting the ground uh, all of the skeletons begin looking around uh, let's see if they f- find you nope okay so they, they they're looking around now and you can see there's they're spreading out and they're searching the chamber. I don't think they know yet that you were sitting up high. Yep. Um, so dumb skeletons. That makes sense. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and do something weird. Good. I'm going to go ahead and cast invisibility on myself. Okay. And see if I can sneak. I, I have some rope. See if mm -hmm. I can very sneakily climb down and move past them. Nice. All right. So how long does invisibility last? One hour, if I believe. Holy shit. I am correct. That's so good. Why? <laughs> Let me confirm that because that may be wrong. No, that's okay. But um, yeah. I think Figure as long as out. if I don't try and if I attack something yes, or like that will reveal break you. it, I ruin it. So I want to try and not do that mm -hmm. or sneeze. Yeah, uh, don't do that. We're going to see if that works. And is there like a door on the other side of it? Yeah, well, so you can't really see uh, like the formations of the rock, the natural uh, buildup of this room you can't really make out an obvious door inside here but you also can't way up high you can't really get a good angle on uh, possible entrances yeah. and exits so just kind of climb down acrobatics for me uh ooh, yes i actually have something in that don't i okay yep and using using your uh your rope nets you advantage on this roll mm, that was so close to a 20 that's a uh oh wrong document um, close to a 20 doesn't really cut it. Um, six plus advantage. Yep. So, so roll another. Yep. Oh, God damn. Um, <laughs> well, this is going to be a hilarious acrobatics in that it will end very badly, but that's a nine. Okay. That's okay. I mean, you're invisible, so you, uh, you're sliding down the rope attempting to be very stealthy. You uh, put your foot on what you feel is a solid piece of rock to let help yourself down, and a, a big chunk of rock gives way, cascading several other smaller pieces of rock down the side of this part of the wall. All of the skeleton's heads immediately turn to that part of the room, and that's where we'll take our first break. Uh, everybody, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more of Mara Dreadsteel and whether or not these skeletons are absolutely going to destroy her or if they can even find her. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Theme 